Welcome to the Hills College podcast. Our goal here is to create an atmosphere where no matter where you are or what you believe, you can find a place to belong and call home. In this podcast, we will have open and honest conversations that point to what is biblically right and true. We believe the best days are in front of you, and through this podcast, we hope that you find freedom, hope, and joy. Hope you enjoy this episode. Are we recording? Yes, we are. Oh, wait, and I'm starting it all off? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a okay. cop, and then you start it off. She's like, welcome back to Culture Talk, and then I'll take welcome it. Back. I'm going to say what up, guys, and say welcome <laughs> back to Culture Talk. We should leave this then. <laughs> <laughs> we right. always say that. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Culture Talk. It's Zoe here. And it's Chelsea. And before we go into our episode, I kind of want to talk a little bit more about what Culture Talks is because it's a new thing to our podcast. Although technically it's not new. This is how our podcast originally started. We had a bunch of people come together and they just talked about topics that they were um, facing as a generation and tried to put a biblical perspective to it and how they can um, learn to not only struggle, but have victory over certain events or topics that they were facing as their generation and speaking of um og podcast um we have an og podcaster in the room today we got zev (laughs) yeah hi (laughs) yes we have zev here in the room and um we're really excited because this is kind of how it all started the podcast started and Mm. you have more of a perspective on that so if you want to tell us a little bit about how the podcast originally got started yeah, so it started off with me, Maddie, and uh, Garrett, and and Matt, and he was the uh, like the producer behind the scenes and everything, and uh, we started in a very different room with this, and we had one microphone that was like four inches tall, and would just like sit in the middle of the table, and it was, it was not the best of scenarios for the podcast. Wow, it was funny because I went back and listened to some of the older podcasts, and like you just hear the whole room and like in the microphone. Yeah. But they had some really good topics. You guys talked mm-hmm. about a lot of different things like discipline, joy. And some of those episodes are still at the top of like mm-hmm. the charts for our um, podcast yeah, right now. Yeah, they are. So <laughs> th- there's some yeah. good stuff in that. We had some great guests on too. Yeah. If you haven't gone back to um, to the old podcast, I highly recommend it. There are some really good gems in, up in there. There's some good guest speakers, like Zeb said, some good topics, and I highly recommend it. But back to this episode, because... I've been looking forward to this episode. I know Zoe and Zeb have too. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about the end of a season. And um, right now, I mean, previously we talked about cuffing season. We had a whole series about it. And I was talking about dating. But right now in February, that's when that season ends. So um, I kind of titled it end of a season cuffing season. But we were talking about this and we were like trying to get ready for this podcast. And we just started talking about all the different, you know, funny breakup mm-hmm. stories and stuff like that. So our official title for this podcast is, Zoe, you want to go ahead and give it away? <laughs> yes, please. Ghosted. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yikes. You'll understand later why. <laughs> yeah, you will. That, yeah, so. you will. Um, I think maybe a lot of you can already relate to that title, so... I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what we have to say. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, around Valentine's Day, there is a, a lot of breakups. Um, I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of people going out and celebrating and, um, you know, with your family, with your um, significant other. But there are a lot of breakups around this time. Um, I actually looked up some stats on it. And one in 14 Americans have broken up with someone around Valentine's Day. Um, how do you guys feel about Valentine's Day? Do you think that there that a lot of people break up on Valentine's Day? Or do you think it's just 100% the holiday of love? Yeah, um, I think that if people do break up around this time, 
I don't think it happens as much as people think. I think people are too scared to do it around this sort of time just because of all the pressure that it brings to people um, and like relationships and all that kind of stuff. And obviously you don't want to be that guy that or, or girl that breaks up with your significant other like around Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. You know, there's always all this this pressure to put on the uh, the relationship itself, which is just kind of unhealthy. So, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say that this is um, the holiday of love. Um, I think, I mean, I think it's a good, it's fun. I mean, who doesn't like to celebrate things, especially if you do have a significant other who doesn't want to, you know, have an excuse to go on a nice dinner or um, get flowers or chocolate. I wouldn't, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily something that we just look forward to all year. But um, for those that are are in relationships, it's fun. And I think for those who aren't in relationships, um, you're not really missing out on a whole bunch. So let me just yeah. say that. So that's that's kind of my thoughts on it. So what's the best Valentine's Day gift you've, you've gotten? Oh, gosh. Um, like, I'm going to call Clayton out on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, we, you know, and we need to stop doing this, but we made a pact of like <laughs> work, you know, no gifts this year. We were like, no gifts. And I'm thinking, okay, like he's going to get me flowers. Like this is this is the day that I'm going to get my flowers. And I love those little chocolates, you know. And um, nope, he seriously took <laughs> what we said seriously. Um, and he's going to laugh at this when he hears it. So um, definitely not last year's. But um, I don't know. I think we just we're pretty laid back so we usually like we'll go get some mexican you know mm. get some chips and salsa some queso and that's my kind of date um night. yeah and usually we'll just probably like watch a movie at home and like do like a date night kind of yeah. at my house or at his house how do you guys feel about valentine's day are you guys the love it or are you guys the hate it kind of person i don't really i don't really mind it you know i mean it comes around every year you know you know what to expect yeah. all the yeah. couples are posting pictures and doing their things and you're just, you know, watching The Office on chilling in bed. So. Yeah. I love watching wow. the Valentine's Day, like, edition TV shows, mm-hmm. you know, like the holidays. Oh, yeah. When do you think it is a good time to break up with someone? Should it, should it be around a holiday? Should it be, like, when there's, n- you know? I mean, well, I think it's, you know, when there's cuffing season. You know, everyone wants to be in a relationship because we have so many back-to-back um, holidays, we have like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Usually that's wedding season. People need dates, and then you jump into Valentine's Day. So, a lot of people, like Zeb said, I don't think it really happens as much as you want to think around this holiday. Probably more so after the fact, right after before. they kind of get everything done, or right before, kind of like in that little gray area of, well, you know, I might not be feeling this, and I really ain't got nothing coming up. So, why not go ahead and do it? But, um, for me, I think it's probably the healthiest to break up with somebody whenever you feel like you're emotionally distant enough mm. and you don't really want to fight for it. So, mm. like, if, you're, if you've been dating for, like, let's say, like, three, four months or something like that and you're already just kind of, like, kind of fizzling your way out of it, you know, and you're just kind of giving that distance, then I think you should call it. And yeah. if you've been dating, like, long-term and you kind of feel yourself getting emotionally distant and you're not willing to put in the effort to to take that distance away, then then I think it would be mm-hmm. a good time to call it. Yeah, and I that's why it's important about, you know, just before you enter a relationship, like yeah. 
what are your goals for this? What's the intention of it? You know, if mm-hmm. you're just dating because you want a little boo thing for the season yeah. and, you know, to have them by your side, I mean, clearly it's probably not going to last. But if you want to talk about what real love is, mm-hmm. you know, it's not necessarily saying that that's going to be unconditional because usually Jesus provides that. But um, just having the same goals in mind, the same future. So, I mean, yeah. it's the thing to think about. I know we were talking about this during cuffing season. We were talking about dating, but like, I think a lot of people have this expectation that like, there's just one person for the mountainous world. Mm. And I saw this post the other day and it was talking about, um, not, it's not necessarily that Jesus has one person for you. It's more the fact that, um, you need to be looking for the one that is for God instead of the one for Mm. you. And I think a lot of people, like we spend a lot of time, I mean, myself included like we are looking around and we're going like who's the one for me lord like Mm. show me that one person that i'm supposed to be with and then you get yourself in a relationship and um either you choose to be vulnerable with someone or you choose not to be vulnerable and i think that's the choice when um when you decide whether or not that relationship's gonna last Mm -hmm. if you're in a relationship with someone and like you choose not to talk about things that you truly care about things that you are truly going through and i'm not talking about like really deep deep like there's some boundaries when it comes to dating, but I'm talking about if you're choosing not to be vulnerable about, Oh, I had a bad day today or something like that. Like, I think that's the point when you're like, okay, I think it's time we need to cut it because I'm not willing or I'm not able to be vulnerable with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm feel like at this time it's, it's the good time to cut off yeah. or they're not being vulnerable with you and you yeah. need to say something, you know, mm-hmm. so. but have you guys had any like funny breakup stories? Cause <sighs> Oh, yeah. Zeb, I'm going to let you take this <laughs> one uh, Let's see. Uh, we're on the topic of ghosted, so I'll talk about, I guess, the uh, like multiple instances that it's happened to me. Um, let's see. There was one girl. I'm not going to uh, drop any names. Um, yeah, we don't want to get sued, okay? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're not doing that today. But uh, mm-hmm. let's see. There's this one girl um, from here in Columbus. Uh, we had hung out over the summer. It was awesome. It was fun. She was really, really nice, really sweet. Went on a, a few dates here and there. Um, I actually, we went on this like a little picnic date that I set up mm. on uh, like downtown on, it's called Wave Shaper Island and um, set up like candles and like pulled up my laptop for like a little movie or whatever, made some sandwiches. It was nice. Romantic. It was. It was. Okay, it was. Look at you. And then, um, so she goes to UGA. And uh, she's in a sorority up there, and we went to a formal up there. So I went up there with her, drove three hours, went to the formal, had a great time, um, was leaving the next day, and I texted her, and I was like, hey, you know, thanks, had so much fun, thanks for inviting me, uh, can't wait to see you again, haven't heard from her since. No. Yeah. Wow. And then... Wow, uh, really the crushed. next, the next big one was, um, talking to this girl <laughs> and, <coming>. uh, we're, <laughs> we're going on dates. We're hanging out. Um, our first date was at, was at this place called Hamilton's in Auburn. Mm-hmm. Nice date, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Doing that's it right. right. Setting the bar high. And, um, so we're talking and everything and I'm at work up in Tennessee and I've got, I'm driving this big van. I've got a five and a half hour drive home. I text her. I'm like, hey, do you mind if like, I FaceTime you a little bit uh, like on my way home? And just so I can like stay awake, talk to you, all the things, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, no problem. So I'm on the way home, and I FaceTime her, and she doesn't answer. Uh, wait a couple hours, 
Call her again. No answer. Texted her. Whatever. No answer. And uh, I guess that was when she got the call because she's about to be on this upcoming season of The Bachelor. The audacity. The Bachelor. (laughs) Yeah. So she's about to be on this upcoming season of that. Uh, Again, I'm not going to say any names, but um, but yeah, you know, it happens. It sucks. You get through it. You get over it. I was about to say, how how does that? How did that make you feel? How do you feel? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was very sad. You know, we. I from my perspective, we were having a good time. It was Mm -hmm. fun. It was, you know, it was light fun. We were just dating, or I guess a little bit. Not really had like the label on anything mm-hmm. yet, but we were going on dates and hanging out like one-on-one time, yeah. that kind of stuff. Not, not having, you know, the deepest conversations, but getting to know each other, right. you know, that kind of stuff. And then whenever you just don't hear from them, and that's it. You're just like, gosh. Yeah, like this you person that you head. were given, you know, your yeah. time to, like you were having fun, you're Spent you question, money. like your money, <laughs> Hamilton's, your Hamilton's ain't cheap. <laughs> it's not. Um, Clayton, take me there. Um, but you <laughs> know, Valentine's Day, twenty twenty three. Yes, but like you, you know, you had your. It's going good. It's yeah. going. It's fun. You're you're giving your time and your effort, and they just, just boom. They're they're gone. Gonzo. That's so crazy. And I'm like, it's nuts. Us. We were talking yeah, about this wow. literally last night, and yeah. um, someone made the comment of like, I think guys are more likely to ghost than girls are. And Zeb was not like, no, not, <laughs> not in my case. But not honestly, no. like in that one conversation, like, you know, Zoe, you're in a relationship with Claybo and you've been there for a while. But like, I'm sure you have friends and I haven't mm. really heard many girls like honestly, truly get ghosted by men. Like most of mm-hmm. my friends, I'm trying to go through and see if I know anyone who's been ghosted like mm. as a girl. And but I mean, I have heard of being ghosted. Like yeah. I personally haven't experienced it, but I, I have heard of it. And I'm not saying that, you know. It's just girls that are ghosting guys. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, I think it's more common, but I think it's not talked about. Yeah. I think a lot of guys don't talk about being ghosted, and mm-hmm. they just, you know, it hurts. They, they well, have because their like Zeb said, he said, um, he was like, well, I mean, there wasn't technically a label. And I think in our generation now, well, A, I know Garrett and Brian have said this, but, like, dating is a new thing, yeah. you know. It's, it's only not a, It's not a, bi- a biblical thing. That's correct. And... Um, in our generation now, we do this thing called talking. It's yeah. like, what are you guys? Oh, we're we're, we're just in the talking we're just, stage. Yeah, we're in the talking stage, and it's like, what even is that? So I feel like if you, I'm sorry, but if you're stuck in that talking stage, you're probably more likely to get ghosted, and maybe you don't call it ghosted as much. But I mean, I don't think it's you know unhealthy to be in that talking stage because I mean, if you're you know, you start out as friends and then you mm-hmm. want some of that one on one time with somebody, you know, you're kind of in that talking area. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a good place to kind of see if this is somebody that you want mm-hmm. to put a label on with. Yeah. You know, I just think there does need to be a conversation of a define the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if you're I feel like after that kind of like, I'd say like two month period mm-hmm. and you've gone on dates and somebody like that, I feel like you should be able to know like mm-hmm. if. Like, if this is somebody that you want to be in a committed relationship yeah, with. And if I not, agree. talk it out. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just don't leave ghost. them high and yeah, dry. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it like sucks. You're, we, we're tough. You're just we can left, take it. You're just left leaving, you know, like, what did I do wrong? What yeah. can mm-hmm. I, you know, all of these things is good for you head. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, well, it's hard and it sucks sometimes, but it's mm-hmm. so important. Yeah. And I think it's and something I wish we should learn. Yeah. And in our, um, we just recently we had a sermon called titled homecoming where we were coming out with our season um our word for the season sorry it took me a minute to like process that but um brian said in that you know 
God doesn't confront us to hurt us. He confronts us to help us. Mm -hmm. And that really helped me because I'm like, you know, sometimes confrontation can be bad Mm. if you do it in the wrong, in the wrong timing. But sometimes like confrontation is good for you. And I've had like recently, like I've, I've made a point to just hang out with people and get to know them, like Mm -hmm. genuinely get to know them, like learn what makes them tick, learn what they love to do. And like in that moment of like getting to know them, I'm learning whether I like them and I want them to be a part of my life or if, you know, I like them and I, they don't need to be a part of my life. And there are people that like I've talked, I've, I've gone on like one-on-one dates with and I've talked to them and like, we've learned a lot about each other. And then we have that to find the relationship because everyone's, Mm -hmm. everyone around you is so quick to put you in a relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if you're talking to the opposite sex and like, you're like for a long experience, a long extended period of time, like, Oh, are y'all dating? Yep. And like, it's What's like the situation. Yeah. And you're like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, we've been hanging out, we've been talking, they're really cool. And then like you have, then for me, when that happened, I would have a define the relationship talk with the person I'm talking mm-hmm. to. Yeah. I'm like, where do you stand? Because this is where I stand. And like, mm-hmm. it's okay if you like me or you don't like me, that's totally fine. But like, I just want to make sure that we're both on the same page. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if we aren't on the same page, what can we do to get there? Because dating, I mean, talking and dating, like that's not something that you like 100% have to like it's black or white like it's either yes or no like if you guys are hanging out you're having a good time and one of you guys don't like each other y'all can still be friends that's right yeah and i mean it'd be a little awkward for the one who does start too yeah Mm -hmm. as friends yeah and then if you get to it and you're like oh like i really do like them and like both of you guys are getting on that like oh same page of like we like each other that's when you're like let's make this official Mm -hmm. and like put in the time and the effort to see if this is genuinely something that we can do mm-hmm. that we can you know we can be in a serious relationship this is something that we kind of see a future with because i think a lot of people are scared of having those conversations mm-hmm. and 100%. when they do they either ghost you mm-hmm. or they just like never define it and mm-hmm. then you're just an extended period of talking and you're like what is this you know yeah, that's right <laughs> i like what you kind of said um just looking if you like the person I made me think, so the other day, Peyton came over to my house, and my granddad was there, and, you know, Peyton also just got recently engaged, and he, my granddad was like, well, you know, do, do, do you like him? And she was like, of course, I love I love him. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, do you like yeah. him, though? And it's so important, like Zeb said, like, to become friends first, because at the end of the day, I mean, you talk to people who have been married or who have been with someone for, you know, the love kind of like the love's there, you know. But in order for you to have like a fulfilled relationship, like you have to like each other. You have to be friends first because there are going to be rocky things and rocky times. So if you can't even, you know, enjoy just being with one another, being friends, liking each other first, then the whole love aspect is going to be really hard to make it last. It's also going to be very interesting, like, if you go into marriage counseling, and mm-hmm. there are questions there that you can't answer because yeah. you guys don't have anything in common. Yeah, I had to – I took – Ken, I'm kind of getting that started, and it had this whole – these questions, and I'm, like, I'm like answering these, and I'm thinking – I never even thought about that, you know, or, and it's good things, you know, and I definitely think, you know, me and Clayton are on the same track, so no worried about that, but it's just like, it really makes you think about what this is, the the seriousness, the commitment, mm-hmm. the, you know, you have to have those conversations of like, you'll eventually be living with this person, like for the rest of your life, like, you know, and that's kind of more when you get more serious, but it's like, it talks about like, what household duties do you expect them to do compared to what you expect yourself to do? Clayton's mm-hmm. not doing no dishes. And um, <laughs> I don't not. want him to. He won't wash them right. 
<laughs> but like we, we've definitely talked about that. I've been around him long enough to yeah. know his strengths and um, not his strengths, and mine as well. So it's just it's interesting. And at the end of the day, it, it's a partnership and, and a compromise. Like you, you guys, have to compromise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You talk about That's topics like that, and it's like, well, I'm horrible at dishes, and you're like, well, I'm good at it. So right, I'm mm-hmm. gonna do this, and in return. You can mm-hmm. take out the trash. Yeah. Know? So eventually, like, you'll hit those conversations. But yeah. at the very beginning, like, you have to at least like each other. Be yeah. friends with each other. Mm-hmm. Know that. Such a good foundation a, is a yeah, big thing. Yeah, because eventually you'll you'll get there. You'll get there to, I mean, the ultimate goal is marriage, you know. And that's yeah. what we're designed to, to do and to have. So. And I think, like, we don't need to be afraid of being vulnerable. Yeah. And for those who, like, one, who are afraid of being vulnerable, but also those who don't know how to deal with vulnerability, like, Start learning how to mm-hmm. because there's going to be someone in your life that you have to be vulnerable to and there's going to be someone that someone's going to be vulnerable to you about. Mm-hmm. And I think for us as our generation, like we're so like not really we're hard headed kind of and stubborn. Well, we're big stubborn. And like it's like, you know, sometimes you have to stop and chill for a second. Like yeah. be OK with, you know, feeling your feelings. Be OK with being vulnerable around your friends because in that vulnerability like that deepens your friendship this mm-hmm. past year i spent a lot of time being vulnerable and like we created a group mm-hmm. where we were like you know i love my friends but i feel like a lot of our relationships are superficial and we don't have a deep connection mm-hmm. so choose to be vulnerable and practice being vulnerable yeah but say it takes time and you know and you can you'll get closer and deeper and more understanding of each other um you know the longer it takes and i think something that brian said last or a few weeks ago, um, he was talking about how, you know, people will be out there like, oh, I'm single. You know, I ain't got no mans. And he's like, but you have these huge walls up yep. and you're not willing to let them, you know, yeah. come down. And that's that goes along with vulnerability and how important that is. If you're not OK with who you are being single, you're not going to be OK with who you are in a relationship. Ooh, so good. Yeah. So, um, and I want to say, like, speaking to Zeb, like, I feel like Zeb is the most outgoing person I've ever met. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so jealous of you. I really am. Like, every time I see you, I'm like, how does he manage to just walk in a room and just be him? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's 100% because you are comfortable with yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, that's something I, like, 100% love about you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I really and appreciate that. I walk around, I'm just like, there's mm-hmm. Zeb. You know, <laughs> Zeb. <laughs> Zeb. <laughs> Zeb is Zeb as Zeb could be Zeb, but if that makes sense. because <laughs> you know who you are, yep. you, you have a better chance of being vulnerable with mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And I've just seen that with just conversations with me and you pass yeah. in passing. Like, it's so much easier to be vulnerable because you know exactly where you are and who you are. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. no one, me, Zoe, no one can take that away from you. Right and right. so that's something where, like, I 100% like, I commend you on because Thank you. for me, that's somewhat of a struggle. Like, mm. I have been hurt in the past, and instead of choosing to be very open and vulnerable about it, I'm like super like, this is my yeah. my thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning now, like, it's okay to be vulnerable with other people, and it's okay mm-hmm. to show show who you are and mm-hmm. show your identity. Absolutely. And I think so. Like, a reason that I'm like able to do that, I think, is because of the people that I'm around constantly. Uh, like, I trust them enough to where, you know, if something's going on in my life, I know exactly who I can go talk to about it. And uh, and after you talk about it once and you kind of get it out in the open and you realize that this is what you're feeling, first of all, whatever you're feeling, it's okay. It's totally validated. Mm-hmm. You don't ever have to think my feelings don't matter because they totally do. It's your life. Of course it matters. And once you, I feel like once you kind of get it out there, it's a lot easier to talk about it in a little bit more of a vulnerable state with other people, not necessarily just go shout it from the rooftops, mm-hmm. but say, hey, man, like I 
I know what you're going through and and this is how I dealt with it when I went through you know a similar situation right. you know so yeah and I think like especially like for example being ghosted like yeah. I'm sure the minute that it happened, you did not want to come up here and talk about it, you know? (laughs) And you're not the only person who's, you know. That's fine. I didn't mind. But now, like, it's all good. Now that you've managed to be able to be vulnerable and talk about it and share your feelings about it, like, you've been able to overcome it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now it's something that you're like, you know, yeah, been there, done that. Like, I know exactly how I feel. Mm -hmm. I know exactly how you feel. And um, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. And there are people like one thing that one lie that I believe for a period of time was like, no one, no one understood what I was going through. Like no one mm-hmm. else has gone through yeah. it. And it's like, no, someone in this world has gone through exactly what you've gone through. A lot of people. If you a feel lot, alone, yeah. trust me, someone else has felt alone. Yep. If you feel yeah. like you are the, you know, most shameful person because of something you've done, whether it be like sin or anything like that, like, trust me, there's someone who's been in the same boat as you Absolutely. may not be the same exact situation as you but they've been in the same feeling mm-hmm. as you yeah and sharing that and being vulnerable with people that is where like true victory comes because mm-hmm. you you get to choose to either make it a narrative in your life or mm-hmm. something that you overcome yeah mm-hmm. and it's you know you always hear it's like if you don't reveal it you can't heal, heal it, it. and that's you know it's a Come little on. it's a little you know cliche Let sometimes but it's <laughs> Write it down if you um, haven't written that down. But it's, <laughs> it, but it's true, though. And I think I try to, you know, I'm a pretty bubbly person as well. And so sometimes I remember I said something to some um, volunteers that I was working with the other day. And I said, you know what? This year I'm going to do better at positive thinking. And they, they looked at me and they said, you're always positive. What are you talking about? You're always smiling. And I'm like, well, guys, that's the thing. <laughs> I <laughs> you said, thought, yeah. you know, I, I am smiling and especially when I'm when I'm at church and when I'm serving like I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability because that's what I'm called to do but you know y'all don't really always get to see me in times of frustration or when I feel overwhelmed and I'm totally okay with sharing that with you because I'm not perfect like things happen you know you get stressed out but it's just so many people perceive you in such a way and I think like Chelsea said like homecoming is something that's so like this is a place where you can be who you are 100 yeah. percent like brian said like you at home you can be vulnerable you're safe you feel protected you can do all the things and that's what church should be yeah. and we should be able to talk about what it feels like to be ghosted or what it feels like to be alone during the holidays or whatever it may be it's it's the same concept and it's okay yeah. that you feel that way mm-hmm. i agree like being vulnerable it's a, like honestly it's really funny because the past couple of episodes of this podcast i've said it but being vulnerable is a discipline Man, i think yeah. a lot of things in your life is like discipline like mm-hmm. we talked about money and how that's a discipline we mm-hmm. talk about you know being vulnerable like everything in your life with if you struggle with it it's a discipline like it's mm-hmm. gonna take work it's not gonna be easy i'm reading a book about the sabbath mm-hmm. and um talking about slowing down and eliminating hurry out of your life because I think our whole generation, we're just in this rush mm-hmm. to whatever's oh, next. Yeah. You grow up, you go yeah. to high school, you go to college, like, you know, you get a job, like now you have, you're engaged, you have mm-hmm. a boyfriend, you're gotta get engaged, married, gotta you're gotta have kids. Get married, and kids. it's like, <gasps> and it's just like, breathe. why are we running <laughs> yeah. so fast yeah. through life? Why are we mm-hmm. not taking a minute, slowing it down and choosing to, you know, enjoy where we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in that moment, you have to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to slow down. You have to look around yourself. You have to see mm-hmm. where you are. Take your feelings in. 
What are you laughing at? Oh, now we get like, am I saying mm, too much? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying, no, no, you're not. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm trying to do a healthy you're amount. Doing, you're doing great. Well, I can cut them out, so. Well, I shouldn't have too many. <laughs> Literally, the many. last podcast, no, she was I like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me just mm-hmm. apologize for anyone who listened to last month's podcast. <laughs> um, that's just how I talk because we're, we're sitting around each other. Yeah. I'm being vulnerable right now sharing this, but. Come on. Um, we're, si- we're sitting around each other and we're talking to each other, but also to whoever's listening. Yeah. And it's like, I want you to understand that. What you're saying is good. I'm I'm listening. It's validated, Come and on. sometimes it's harder for all just staring at you, like, you know. So I just and this like is the, Zoe normal conversation. It like, is. That's what Kylie said. True. She said, "I said I know you heard me say it a thousand times." She said, "Yes, but people that know you know that that's how you talk in regular conversation." So it was refreshing to know that you were just oh, having a conversation. So and yeah. I was like, "Dang, girl, what a encourage it!" Because I was like. Bleh. But I love that. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. like going back and like editing it, I'll listen to it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, look at her. She's just so like encouraging. She's so. Ah. Mm-hmm. She, mm-hmm. <laughs> that girl's so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's so, up. I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> I have to say, we got to bring it back. We got to bring it back. We got to bring it back. We're talking about getting ghosted and, and uh, breakups yeah. and all the things. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. Zoe. Do you ever have to break up with somebody before Claypo? You know, honestly, I'm just the sweetest gal. Yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> or let me, let's rephrase Look, that question. Look, I did think about have something. You and Claypo ever broken up? Yes, <gasps> that's good. Whoa. That's such a good question. Hold so, um, I'm being vulnerable right now. Come on. Um, seriously though, yeah. but so we've been together. April will be six years, and yeah, so. We got together like right after we just turned 15, and I remember that first summer. Um, those who have went to Cascade know what Fuge Camp is. Well, little Zoe back in the day isn't the little Zoe she is today. Oh. So um, I used, to, I mean, definitely like, you know, I didn't really have, I mean, I, I live with my grandparents, and they've been married for a long time. But other than that, my cousin, I felt like she wasn't always in the best relationship. So I had this really negative aspect of what relationships were. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a lot of fighting? Are they going to cheat? Are they going to Are they gonna lie? You know, because in my own personal life, I witnessed a lot of that. And it can really mess up your perception of what love is, especially being 15 years old, whatever. I don't even know what I was expecting out of it. I just wanted a boo thing at the time. And um, I remember when I first got with Clayton, I looked at my friend and I said, you know what? I think I'll be with him for probably about eight months. I thought that was a good time limit. I was like, because like the longest thing I was with was like three months. I was like, I think we'll make it eight months. And not because I didn't, I was wanting to cut it off. Of course I wanted it to last longer, but just at 15 years old it's hard to think yeah. that you'll be together for a year like that was a big thing back yeah. then that's a big commitment right it there. is so i was like eight months um and so he went to fuge camp and i was like he was barely texting me and i'm like what in the world is going on and my he, mom can pick us up if your mom can take <laughs> us <you laughs> yes <know? laughs> um, that was our first date at red lobster his dad dropped us off red lobster, red lobster. yeah <laughs> we, those biscuits listen, Yo. me and clayton this whole time think that we are so bougie because we get like olive garden and longhorn and then brian and kirsty were like Clayton, what are you doing, bro? Like, you need to take her to, like, Atlanta, like go somewhere nice. You know what I mean? And I'm like, honey, we are fancy. We got to all of them. <laughs> like Applebee's, That's just you know? fancy to us. Um, but anyways, we ended up, he ended up breaking up with me <gasps> for three weeks. Whoa. And 
he because he was young. He dog. was with his friends at Fuge Camp. He's thinking, who is this crazy little girl who's like blowing my phone up, wondering <laughs> what I'm doing? And um, I this is gonna sound so weird and so cringy, so I apologize. But I remember I literally had a dream. Every night for three weeks that we got back together in different scenarios, Whoa. I'm not like it. Hands That's down, cool. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Yeah. And we ended up getting back together clearly because he can't leave. This. Did you guys get to get back together just like your dream, like one of your dreams? No, Ooh. I mean, I don't know because in my dreams it was in person. We were like in person, but oh, okay. we didn't have a vehicle so i don't know how i would really <laughs> see him in person so um it was mainly like we started texting you know i was doing the whole like let me take some pictures with my guy friends and he oh. was like i remember he said this he goes if we were still together i'd be so upset and i'm like okay you're upset okay. um nice. so i knew feelings were still there and uh we were super immature but eventually we yeah. started facetiming and we got back together, so it was. Um, I still hang that over his head today because he would never leave me now. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of now you got that ring on your finger. I do, and he Paid can't be leaving lobster. me now. And <laughs> <laughs> um, this is uh, not sponsored. Um, sponsored by K Jewelers. This is. I actually have no idea. Every kiss begins with Claybo. <laughs> 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 to you, because whoa, <laughs> hold up. Uh, boys Moving are free. on. <laughs> <laughs> well Chelsea yes do you ever break up with somebody um yes all the time oh. I was so scared <laughs> of being in a relationship for a very long time in fact yeah. like it would come around like someone would tell me that a guy had a crush on me mm -hmm. like I think one that comes to mind right now is like senior year this guy like he really wanted to ask me and like everyone was like planning like helping him plan how to ask me to prom and then like I found out about it and I was just like Mm -mm, like it. <laughs> and then i was like it has nothing to do with you like I'm, i promise you it has nothing to do with you i just i'm not ready for anything yeah. like that and like he took it really personal and he was really upset with me oh, but i was like i promise you like i'm not rejecting you i'm just like i'm not ready for that and i don't want to put myself in a position where yeah. that could be a possibility and i mean i was a senior like i was what 18 at the time mm -hmm. hey i think that's a pretty like mature response though at the time i yep. mean if you genuinely you know, realize that you weren't ready. The fact that you got to sit yeah, down I just and tell didn't want to leave yeah. anybody on. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. I'd be friends with someone, and then like, you know, we like they would have feelings, and they'd be like, "Well, I like you," and I'm like, "I'm sorry, like it's not you. It's 100 percent me. Like I promise." Because I just wasn't ready. Like I, my parents had instilled in me like, you know, focus on school, focus mm -hmm. on your future, and focus on that first. And then when that happens, and like you are settled, like that's when you can start looking for a relationship. And that's yeah. kind of how I grew up. And um. I always knew, and I always had this, like, this is a personal thing. My parents didn't tell me this, but I always felt like the person that you're with in, like, middle school, high school, like, you're not going to end up with them. Like, that's the one mentality I had. Like, I didn't realize how long life was. Mm -hmm. But one thing I did know was that the people that you're around, like, at that time and age, like, the probability of you guys actually being together, yeah. like, is very slim. I mean, there are l people out there who are married to their house high school sweethearts, and I commend them. Like, yeah. the fact that you're able to. You guys. Mm -hmm. Brooks and yeah. Maddie. Be it's connected awesome. and it have happens. that relationship and it, for that it's long. It's definitely like a like. That's why I, me and Clayton are like best friends. Like even if I don't feel like giving him a, giving him a kiss or something, like we are we, we're best friends. Yeah. We enjoy just being around each other. And I remember I seen this like one quote on Instagram back in the day, and it just really like as a younger teenager, it just kind of gave me some perspective of like um, love is a choice, mm -hmm. and you have to choose to love 
that person and choose yeah. to stick with them through the ups and downs, even when on bad days. And I think that's just something like even, you know, if me, you know, me and Clay don't really argue too much anyways, if you've met him, he's like, he's a nine. So he does not like confrontation. A lot. <laughs> um, you know, but I just, for me, that's what it was. You know, I, I just, I can't now and thinking about marriage and stuff, I just came to realize like, man, like I don't want to do life not with you. Like I want to yeah. do it with you. Aww. Like we're, you're my best friend, you know, I enjoy you. And, um, um, thank you, Zeb. <laughs> <laughs> Got the background music. I know he's a, can you sing at my wedding? <laughs> um, if you pay me. No, sorry. No, um, <laughs> anyways, but Chelsea, um, I thought Zeb was about to ask you this, but so you have broken up with someone, but have you ever been ghosted? Have I ever been ghosted? No. Oh, you kind of said that earlier. Have I been broken up it. with? Dude, nice. Have I been broken nice. up with? Yes. Mm, and yeah, it was an extremely messy breakup. Mm -hmm. um, and it took a lot out of me, like, because it was, like, I, that was my very first serious relationship. Mm -hmm. And that was the time when I was like, okay, you know, I think I'm ready for it. I'm not going to, you know, shut it down before it actually starts off. Like, yeah. I think I'm going to actually mm -hmm. choose to be vulnerable in this. And I was, and... Um, we got really serious, yeah. really serious. And then like, we both got like, well, one of us got really scared of the relationship in the future. And, um, I wanted to blame them for that. But then, um, through a lot of like time by myself and like really focusing and finding myself again and like what I truly stand for, um, relationally and all that, like I learned in that, like, it's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay to still be vulnerable. Like yeah. mm -hmm. just because you're vulnerable with one person and they break your heart doesn't mean that you have to put up walls and never be vulnerable again. Mm -hmm. And, and so many people do that. Yeah. Of fear. Yeah. And then it, it is fear mm -hmm. because you do get hurt. Like mm -hmm. as much as you don't want to, like being vulnerable is not something where it's just sunshine and rainbows all the time. Mm -hmm. Like you're talking about your deepest, darkest secrets, your deepest, mm -hmm. darkest fears. And um, I did put up walls, but then I learned through a lot of like self growth and all that, like, um, that it's okay to just still be vulnerable. It's okay to go back into a relationship. And that's kind yeah. of where I'm at now. Like I'm in a relationship now and I am focusing on learning to be vulnerable again mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not be afraid of like telling them like mm -hmm. things that I've gone through or things that I'm reacting to and why I react to it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so ghosting no but yeah <laughs> definitely breaking well, that's up that's good yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah. yeah i personally haven't like i just um yeah. and that's that goes in the category of things that i genuinely don't understand as a human being yeah like how ghosting happens. and cheating like yeah. i don't understand both of those if if you want to be in another relationship communicate if you don't want to be in a relationship communicate yeah. like mm -hmm. just say it like say it like it is and i feel like our generation if any generation like, we are so good to go on social media and stand up for a cause. We were talking about Black Lives Matter earlier. We're you know, we are so quick to <laughs> we are so quick to go up on social media and stand for an injustice and say something. Mm -hmm. But we're so we're so slow to mm -hmm. talking to someone one on one and being like, hey, I don't I'm not really feeling this. Yeah, mm -hmm. I want to I want I don't want to be in this relationship mm -hmm. with you anymore. Yeah. And I think that's just it's so confusing to me. Mm -hmm. How can you manage to stand up for something that's an injustice, but you're doing injustice in your own personal life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's something that I know that I'm trying to work on. And I think we all need to work on just having those hard conversations. Like it's, it's okay to have those. We can all handle it. That's where true growth friendship, like that's where it happens. And um, I mean, I, that's within family situations, friendships, love relationships, yeah. whatever it is. But I think that's something that we all kind of need to work yeah. on. Well, it's advertised that this is cuffing season, the end of it. 
And so this is a time when either your relationship makes it or it breaks it. Mm. Valentine's Day is your final test of whether or not you guys are official or you break up. Yeah. And um, since that, since this is the end of cuffing season, um, I just really want to give advice for those who may be going through a breakup or thinking about breaking up. So um, what is some, ex- in your own experience, what is some advice that you would give to someone around Valentine's Day who may want to break up or has been broken up with? Um, let's see. I broke up with this one girl in high school over a text message because I was in high school. And um, don't do that. That's a big thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's good. That's so It was this whole good. thing. We, I was going to the beach with my family. And I was supposed to be going to the beach with her and her family the following week. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to the beach with my family this week. And um, I can just, like, meet you guys down there. And um, and she was like, no, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I just want you to ride down with us and come back up with us and all that. And I was like, no, no. So I broke up with her over a text message and went mm. to the beach with my family and had a great time. <laughs> but don't do it over text. Do it in person. Be a man. Um, I broke up with one girl at her house. I drove to her house and um, I knocked on her door hey, can we talk for a sec? She's like, yeah, hold on, give me a sec. She comes back. She gives me this super nice leather-bound Bible. No, Zeb, yeah. you were going to break it there. We're sitting on the front porch. She gives me this Bible, and I'm holding it, and I look up at her. I'm like, we got to talk. No. I did it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I broke up with her right there in person. Look, yeah. And I is. felt like crap, and I sat in the car and uh, cried on the way home listening to Adele. But – that's, that's besides the point. But I'm pretty right sure now. the girl who you broke up with, she's she probably is like, you know, living her best life. I didn't now. do it in the best way possible either. But we're not gonna get into that. But I'm that's I'm fine. sure she's thankful because I think looking back yeah. on my previous breakup, like I'm so thankful that like the person who broke up with me did it. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I was able to pick up my gr- big girl pants and mm. you know better <laughs> myself and um, move on. And mm-hmm. I feel like. For her, that was probably, you know, even though she got you that nice Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Did you keep it? Yeah, I still have it. Don't worry. I'm not, well, you can't, like, throw a Bible. No, I mean, like, not keep it. I mean, like, did she be like, you jerk, slap me in the face and take the Bible? Or was she like, you know what, you can keep it. I was already holding it, and I kind of, like, held it behind my back. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So um, you stole the Bible. Whoa, 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 hold on. But, uh, like, advice, I would say uh, rip the Band-Aid off. Um, it's going to sting no matter what, but you need to put some Neosporin in there and clean it out anyways. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Zoe, how about you give advice, um, for someone who, um, has been broken up with, who has been broken up with. I mean, I think my thing is just like Chelsea said, like, man, thank them or maybe not personally go up to them. But I mean, if you're not with forgive that person, them. yeah, that's forgive them. Yeah, forgive that's them. good. Forgive them. You know, you, if you, if all you do is just hold that in your yeah. heart, you're just going to get better. Yeah. yeah. You know, and if, that's I, if I spend every waking day thinking about how this girl is going to be on The Bachelor, maybe I do, maybe I don't. You We're definitely not gonna get into do. That. <laughs> if I, but, you know, it just leads to bitterness and anger, and then you don't want to open yourself back up again, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, sorry to interrupt you no, like that. No, it's good. But, yeah, I mean, if it happens to you around this time, forgive them. Um, it's going to suck, but – you know, move on. That's mm-hmm. not saying jump into the next thing, mm-hmm. but take some time for yourself. Realize and think about maybe like what happened, what went wrong, 
And if you realize that there are some things on your end that maybe set them away from you, mm -hmm. uh, you know, look into that. Maybe it's a personal issue you need to work on. Maybe mm -hmm. that's just them, you know, being stubborn or maybe, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes, you know, connections just kind of fizzle out. That's right. You know? And recently and um, I was speaking to someone about a situation that has nothing to do with relationships, but she said something to me that actually really s stuck with me. Um, regardless of what relationship you're in, like the commonality is you. So if you're in a relationship with someone and you break up with them and like, you know, they're like, oh, well, they're too childish and you get into another relationship and like they're too childish. Like, I think somewhere Some along the line, people, you know? yeah, like mm -hmm. you need to recognize that you're going for someone who's childish or like you are the common denominator. And mm -hmm. so you have the option to change where you are. Mm -hmm. That's your you're um, the only thing you can do. You mm -hmm. can control yourself. You can't control other people. Yeah. yeah. And it's all about like what you're looking for and those standards. I mean. As a Christian, you know, you don't just go and just date people who aren't Christians. I mean, yeah. you can, and, you know, Brian makes Hope a joke the all the time, like, don't think you can change them, because yeah. what if you don't? Then you're stuck to this person, that, and you're going to carry this guilt and all of this weight on your shoulders that, you know, this person, you know, he could be a good godly man, you know, or a good godly woman, like, you know, I could get them to do it, but... I like what Zeb said earlier, and I've honestly, I live by this, but it's like, if you're not doing it now, like, don't think this event or this circumstance is going to cause this person to change, or then you'll be doing it. Like, yeah. if you're, you know, like, don't think when I get into marriage, then I'll start going to church, then mm -hmm. I'll start doing my quiet time. Like, you're just going to set yourself up for failure. And, yeah. um, but kind of like what you said earlier, what advice would I give to those who have been broken up with? they're just not the one for you. You know, not that there's just this one specific person, but don't, everything happens for a reason. And especially if you're in the word and you have a relationship with, with God, like he wants the best for you. And if that person is no longer in your life and y'all aren't dating, maybe that's just wasn't your best, you know? And, um, I always tell people because I have been in a relationship for so long, like, enjoy being single enjoy finding who you yep. are enjoy finding joy alone and, and and in the lord there's been so many times where i've envied people of like man they really get to focus on their relationship with god they really you know do mm -hmm. that and they get to grow and then maybe find someone else who's who's already grown to where me and clayton have had to really grow together and there was there's been benefits with that as well but um there were also times that like i was like man just enjoy the singleness like there's yeah. nothing wrong with it because be secure it's, in your be singleness be secure in it you know and yeah. there's a reason for that and you can't always stop <laughs> i don't know what he's about to say i was going to say that's a good quote from garrett smith all right yeah. i'm done hi garrett hi garrett <laughs> um but but yeah i mean i think that's just the thing is just enjoy it i think i told someone that at the at college night one time i, I think it was I want to feel like it was AJ or something because he was like, man, I just want, I just want what you have or something. I'm like, why though? You get know, because thing, you know? yeah, get your yeah. own thing. You know? No, but seriously though, like, yes. Mm, and you can't always, you know, you see people on social media, like, man, they have it together. They're so in love. They're doing this. And it's like, you can't do that because you don't know what's behind yeah. closed doors. And at the end of the day, if suckers. you're not pursuing your own relationship with God, I mean, you need to get that first because that is yeah. your one true love. And yeah. you don't need to settle for less for someone who right. doesn't have, you know, Christ-like character mm -hmm. and, you know, just things like that. So I just think don't be hard on yourself. You have time. There's a reason for the season <laughs> yeah. that you're in. Yeah, exactly. So enjoy it. Make the most of it. 
and your person will come and pray about it. Be intentional. Um, set those standards. Be, be specific. specific. Be hey. specific. Oh. Pastor Brent says yes. it all the time. He's like, be specific. He's like, tell the Lord, like, you want, I want, I want a six-one man. I want a blonde. I want. A, why not just do it? You <laughs> know, God right. might send you something totally different, but it's okay to have that. And that doesn't mean put walls up if they're if not. If God what can you create want. the world, He can create Girl, the person you want to be say with. Say it. So that's just my that's advice right, yeah. you know and this is coming from someone who has been in a relationship you and gotta stay away from those suckers in a world full of lollipops you know <laughs> i'm done and um thank you for that's joining right. us <laughs> that's right y'all need to write that one down okay wow thank you guys for being here today and thank you guys for listening if you have any questions be sure to send them into the hills college mm-hmm. on our instagram we'd love to have them on the podcast we'd love to answer them and um we'll see you next episode see ya bye Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hills College podcast. For more information about our ministry, follow us on Instagram at the Hills College and feel free to DM us with any thoughts or questions. Tune in next time so we can chat some more. But until then, go be the church for the unchurched.